This is episode number 184. And today, I'll talk about what you should do when God says no. Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. My name is Travis Albritton, your friendly neighborhood Bible teacher. Each week, we'll dive into the tips, tricks, and hacks that you can implement in your daily life to become a more effective Christian. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump into your daily dose of practical Christian training. Have you ever wanted something really badly? (laughs) If you are a human being who has ever experienced Christmas, I'm guessing that you have. (laughs) Um, But on a more serious note, like, have you ever wanted your spouse to finally become a Christian? Maybe you want that job to come through so you can support your family without working so many hours. Maybe you just want that temptation to go away so you can stay close to God and not feel like you're in this constant struggle to stay in the light. And when you want something that badly, you end up praying a lot. That's definitely my go-to. Whenever something's really weighing on me or something's really on my heart, I go to God about it because I know that's what I'm supposed to do. (laughs) And because uh, it a lot of times ends up helping the situation, whether God comes in and makes it better or answers the prayer or just helps me feel relief. But sometimes at the end of all of that prayer, God's answer is a definitive no. Now, God may answer it in a different way years or decades down the road, but for the foreseeable future, the answer is no. And when you really, really desire something, uh, you know, whether it's godly or not, um, and God says no, it can be really difficult to move past that. It can be really difficult to understand, well, why? Why would you say no to this, God? Why would you say no to this desire of my heart? Why would you say no to this thing that I know you can do? I know you can fix this. I know you can solve this problem. I know you can come through. Why are you choosing not to? And so, God doesn't give us those answers, but there's a couple things that we can do that can help us uh, build our faith in those times and increase our trust in God uh, to help us be able to grapple with and wrestle with when he does say no. The first thing to do is, well, just remember this, hindsight is twenty twenty. There are so many times that God has redirected my life in ways I was completely just not expecting. And every time it turned out much better than what I had originally planned or originally asked for. You know, the, uh, I, I currently live in Jacksonville, Florida with my family, but we could not have planned to be here. <laughs> like uh, we were living in Savannah, Georgia at the time, and uh, I got laid off at my job. And I was applying everywhere. I was applying all over the Southeast United States uh, about 50 positions in Savannah for using my degree. And just on a lark, on a whim, I, I applied for a job near Jacksonville. And that was the only call I ever got. You know, I've been asking for God to make it clear where he wanted us to go. And the job in Jacksonville was the only one that came through. Now, that wasn't part of our plan. Jacksonville wasn't on our list of top cities to try and get moved to. Um, but it turned out so well and so much better than I ever could have anticipated. And so, you know, I, I, it helps me to look back and to see 
how God has already come through in the past. When I asked for something and he said no, or he gave me a completely different answer. And a proverb that always uh, helps me with this is Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6. And it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. That's the big thing, right? Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your paths straight. And so trusting in God means not just relying on your own ability to understand what's going on or what's best for you. And looking back at God's perfect batting average, where he comes through in the end 100% of the time, it helps me trust him when I don't know what he's up to, because I can look back at his track record and say, you know what, God, I don't know what's going on. I don't know why you said no to this, but you have proven yourself trustworthy, and so I will trust you again. The second thing that you should do when God says no is lean into God's grace. Um, and the reason that this is important to think about is because, you know, even after looking back at your past and how God has brought you through previously, sometimes it's just not that easy to move on. It's not that easy to say, all right, God, you said no, I'll continue living my life. And Paul was faced with a scenario like that, where he really wanted God to change something. And uh, what happens and Paul's reaction, I think, really speaks volumes as to what we should be doing. And in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, starting in the second half of verse 7, Paul says, In order to keep me from becoming conceited, I was given a thorn in my flesh, a messenger of Satan, to torment me. Three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me. But he said, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. And what really strikes me about this is that God will not always take away the thing that you are wrestling with or you're struggling with. You know, we don't know what the thorn was that Paul was dealing with. Um, but we know that it made his life very difficult. We know that it made his life uh, really challenging. And he asked God to take it away. And God said, you know what? No, you can, you can have this because my grace is sufficient and my power is made perfect in weakness. You see, God doesn't get a lot of glory from perfect human beings. When we don't need him, when we don't need to rely on him for anything, when we don't need to constantly seek him out to help us with what we're wrestling with, there's no role for God in our lives. And that's not how we were designed. We were designed to be dependent on God. And so, you know, definitely do what you can to <laughs> set your mind on things above, on your eternal resting place, and, and try not to focus so much on your current discomfort or difficulty, but recognize that the thing that you think is your, your Achilles heel, the weakness, the thing that's going to take you down, that could end up being the thing that speaks the loudest about God's grace and God's power and become an incredible testimony to the power of God in your life. Um, now, this is not, this is a disclaimer here, this is not to say, I will boast in my sin because it makes Jesus' sacrifice more significant. I don't want you to read that, read into the, that, all right? It is 
definitely through obedience to the scriptures that we show our love to God. And he is never going to tempt you or put you in a situation that you cannot escape from. So what this is not saying is, don't worry about trying to overcome that sin that's just been dogging you for years. Don't worry about that. God can be glorified because you sin all the time. <laughs> that, is, that is not what we're talking about. But, um, you know, if you have a physical difficulty, a mental difficulty, um, maybe you wrestle with mental health, with depression, with anxiety, um, you know, those are things that God might t- not take away, even though you really want to, even though you don't understand why he's letting you uh, <laughs> stay in that place. But God's grace is sufficient for you. And he is made powerful and made more powerful because we are weak and because we don't have it all together and because we're not perfect. When God says no, trust that he knows what is best for you and rest secure in the fact that he is guiding your steps every single day. Well, that is it for today. Make sure to smash that subscribe button to get daily practical tips just like this one. This podcast is ad-free thanks to my Patreon supporters. If you'd like to partner with me in helping Christians around the world be more effective for God, just go to patreon.com forward slash practical Christian podcast and consider becoming a patron. And if this episode has helped you in some way, please pass it along to one person who would benefit from it. Every day is an opportunity to grow closer to God and make a positive impact on the people around you. Take action with what you've learned and help make the world a little more like heaven. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you soon.